to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just some high-flying, ran fast vertical stems of professors from Penn watching eagles eating prey like bazookies on birthdays. It's Philadelphia, Marissa, Bo, and Zach kicking it. Cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Marissa, Bo, and Zach are here to squawk. Don't miss the mistress talk on some. You know the term salt of the earth? I guess I, I screw up the term. <laughs> I, I call them dirt of the earth. <laughs> I said it like the most earnest way possible. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends. It's 1223 in the morning after the Eagles preseason finale, an interminable final preseason game uh, a game won by the indianapolis colts by the final score of something to something and this is bo wolf and zach berman zach how are you doing well excited for the pod lean in baby lean in get close you already told me you love me you can get close is, does this suffice yeah, this is good okay this is good this is like a second date right wow you get you you're, you're uh, rubbing <laughs> legs on the second date all right emily good for you nice job um, okay, Zach, um, we saw no starters tonight, except for all the starters for the Colts who played home all the first half. Which yeah, Shane wanted to win this one, Kind of wild, yeah. Yeah. And they, it's not like they were running away from the Eagles' third stringers, but uh, we saw some Tanner McKee, we saw some uh, Tyreek Maddox-Williams making a big play. And South Jersey's own. That was about it. Did, is there anything else to, we should talk about? Are we good? There's, I mean, Devin Allen's opening kickoff return. Devin Allen's opening kickoff return. Yeah, the place was buzzing. Fred Johnson spoke to Big Fred afterwards. He was looking for you. You were the the original interviewer, right? You were there before the contract extension. Yeah, I don't like that the Eagles did this contract extension. Not everybody on the beat was going to have him on the roster. And now <laughs> there goes a point for me. There goes a point. Uh, but no, there, there wasn't much to take away from this game. Otherwise, the Eagles use the joint practices to uh, get their evaluations and take out their aggression. And today was just one day closer to the season opener. Mm, I know that's right. Um, let me ask you, let me ask you a big picture question, Zach. Let's that do ha- it. That has nothing to do with this game tonight. Uh, now that the preseason is over and the 53 man rosters are being prepared in what way uh, or in any way do you feel differently about the Eagles now than you did a month ago? Well, I like that question, and you didn't prep me for it. We didn't do the, sh- the, the show in the break room. Isn't that what they say? Um, I don't think they're as deep as the reputation suggests. I think they're deep in some areas, right? Like the defensive line, they're really deep. Defensive tackle, hmm. edge rusher. Uh I was thinking about this too. I feel yeah. like I feel like they are deep from like twenty-two to forty-five, and then not super yeah. deep from like forty-five. To I, I mean, there's this perception that like they're the deepest roster in the NFL, and that uh, I saw a tweet tonight. I'm not going to name names. He's a friend of mine. He said they have sixty guys who Jeffrey? should make the, who, they they have sixty guys who should make their fifty-three. Uh, not shout. I'm, I'm not singing. I'm not singling you out, Elliot. Oh, Love Elliot, you, buddy. Okay. But. Um, uh, I don't think I, I actually have the opposite. I, I think this is a year when like There's you one, have to stretch to find 53 because that last spot, I don't know who's yeah. getting that last spot. 
Now, the thing is, that I'll say this. Their 46 is really good. Yeah, right? I, agree. I agree. Yeah, like the, the guys they're going to dress on Sundays are really good. But but they and that's have, what matters. Yeah, but, but they have spots on this roster that are not especially deep. And, you know, a wide receiver, linebacker. Uh, so, so that's something that, that jumps out to me in that regard is that I, I think there's a, a misperception that they're deeper than they are. Is it misconception or misperception? I was just curious now that you brought her up. If, if there's, there's a, a mister. Oh, okay. Boom. Yeah. I knew we were going with go. that one. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, listen, they are probably as deep, if not deeper than most teams in the sure. NFL. But yeah, I, I agree that there are we're sort of stretching to find yeah. you know Mister Fifty Two, Mister Fifty Three. Yeah. It's I I forget what year it was. They all kind of run together right now. But mm. uh, Howie once said like, yeah, if uh, if your biggest concern about us is like our backup, whatever, then it means we have a pretty good roster. Yeah, I believe that was actually I believe that was twenty uh, eighteen. Eight, I think. No, I think it was twenty nineteen. Oh, twenty nineteen. Okay. Uh, and or no, I actually think it was 2020. No, it wasn't 2020. I think it was 2020, and it was about like the fourth edge rusher or something like that. <laughs> 2020, really? I think so. Oh, man, <laughs> they, they miss they misperceived that roster. Then, mm. um, yeah. So you feel generally better or generally worse than you did a month ago? Oh, I feel generally better or about the same because. Look, that, it's it's the Bo Wolf versus Zach Berman training camp evaluations, right? right? Um, like you're you're keying in on on the bottom of the roster. You know that better than anyone else, okay? I'm keying in on the top of the roster. We're gonna find out. I don't okay? know. I'm not feeling um, great about my chances of repeat. So getting the I crown feel back. I feel uh, as good or better because Jalen looks awesome. AJ looks awesome. Devontae looks awesome. Like uh, I shouldn't pound the table because. Oh, uh, the, you know, on, on defense, they're going to get to the quarterback. I think Jalen Carter has really come on during the past week or two. Uh, I like both their corners. Like, I, I think that, um, where they need to be good, they are good. The Jalen Carter hype is like, whew, it is really, it's reaching a favorite pitch. Um, I'll have a, I'll have a piece, that little tease, little piece coming out early next week. Mm. Uh, my it's one of my favorites every year. We'll see about that. Um, yeah, I think I feel better. I mean, also they made it through the summer healthy, right? Um, you know, it's not a nice thing to say, but if the uh, season-ending injuries you suffer through preseason are Zach McPherson and Sean Bradley, you feel bad for those guys, but you feel like you probably made out well. Um, I, I do think that uh, we should note that like. All of the injuries they've suffered have been in the preseason games. So whatever is behind the uh, the sports science of the way that they practice and the way that they monitor guys, I believe that uh, Charleston Rambo is the only person who was placed on injured reserve with an, an injury suffered during practice. So, again, it could just be... I did not expect the Charleston Rambo pool tonight. It could be luck. It could be uh, magic. But I think it is it is at least by design. So good for them on that front. Yeah. I, I, look, we've been critical of that training staff and that medical staff when the, the injuries have piled up. We'll give them credit now. There's a reason why they're healthy. Mm. Uh, okay. Do you want? What do you want to do? You want to go through the 53s? Sure. Let me pull out my 
53. Oof. That, could, that sentence could have ended in uh, a much different way. We are at 1231 here, right? Um, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Anytime you're out this late, that's what you're doing? Uh, so, Be quarterback. Careful. Quarterback, I think we're in agreement. Don't here. get canceled. Um yeah, I think we're in agreement. Uh, Tanner McKee will be the starter week one. Marcus Mariota, Tanner McKee. Yeah. What do you think of Tanner McKee tonight? I thought he was good again tonight. I mean, he's throwing to he's throwing to you know Joseph and Gata, who can't separate from you. No offense. Uh, and he's going up against the Colts ones, and he's he's putting the ball like right on these guys. I'm I'm I remain smitten with Mr. McKee. So you said no offense. That's actually a compliment. If a if an NFL wide receiver can't separate from me, that's that's suggesting that I can keep pace with an NFL wide no, receiver. No, but it's meant as uh, I even recognize you, how you like, meant yes. it, but I perceived it as uh, you, you think I got some wheels. Um, running back, uh, so you don't think they're going to do my Trey Sermon trick here? What like what have you ever seen from Trey Sermon that that makes you think that he he's deserving of that kind of chicanery? two touchdowns, two games here? Um, no, so I, I look at it this way, uh, and I've said this before. If you just play the contract situation, they have three running backs on expiring deals. If you want to have some type of cost certainty there and you think Trey Sermon has talent, you're going to end up putting guys on IR or a guy on IR. So what you can do is if you think you can cut a Scott or a Penny and just, just sign him two days later, that allows you to keep Sermon, you can do that. Uh, but I agree. I, I don't think Sermon has especially distinguished himself. I think it's more something that uh, it's probably confirmation bias from the coaches keep talking about him. Yeah, I mean he's he's yeah. he's clearly been separated from those other four. Yes. Like he had to play tonight; those other yes. four didn't. Well, respectfully, if he didn't play tonight, the Kennedy Brooks would have just been right. <laughs> yeah, they, they they needed somebody. Um, wide receiver. This is where you and I are in agreement because yeah, I'm worried about this. Other people aren't going to have it, but. If you listen to Birds with Friends, you know what's up. Well, we'll see. I don't we'll know. See. We could we, I, we could definitely be wrong. But I have them going four here. Um, yeah, I have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith making the team. I know you do. Okay. Uh, Quez and Alameda as well. I just – why do they need to carry Britton Covey? Uh, well, I agree. Uh, they, they didn't carry him at the start of last season. He's injured right now. Um, like, he probably makes it through waivers, and you can keep him on the practice squad. Olamide Zacchaeus can return punts in a pinch. I think they would like to add a fifth receiver, potentially through waivers. Now, you know, they do have the number 31 waiver claim, so it's not like they're going to get their pick of the litter. But I think there will be enough talented wide receivers released league-wide that they might find somebody that they like. I think this is a spot where you'll see them make a roster tweak. I just, I like Britton Covey, one of my favorite guys to talk to in the locker room. Yes. But you can't make the clump in the tump. And... (laughs) I don't think that he is of, of a status where he deserves to necessarily make this team. Well, he hasn't been, been playing. And so I also I don't think either. when he's been on the field that it's not like he's taken a leap as a receiver. Yeah. Um, he hasn't really, you know, gotten better there. And so are you, are you carrying an injured fifth receiver just to be your punt returner? I don't think so. I'm with you there. I, I, I think that ideally you find – a promising young receiver who's waved elsewhere, similar to how they found Trey Sermon and Ian Book last year. Not to say those guys panned out, but that profile player, someone you want to develop. Um, if he's a big body type, 
that's that's also good because outside of AJ Brown, they don't have that among the wide receiver core that's likely to make the team. And yeah, I I don't have Britton Covey making my my team right now. I have only four. I think OZ can potentially return punts unless they pick up someone else who can return punts. But Covey has he he came on a bit late last year. We would agree there. But I don't think that he's a lock to make this team, and I think some of it's based on reputation right now. I would go uh, even further. I think if they keep a fifth receiver, I wouldn't be shocked if it's Jaden Hazelwood. Ooh. If, if you're calling your shot with Jaden Hazelwood. I'm not putting him man. on my 53. I'm mentioning it so that I'll get some partial credit okay. if it happens. Yeah. Um, well, that, that shows how much Jalen Hurts is juice, how much Jalen Hurts has juice in the building, right? I think Hazelwood's good. I think he's the best of those guys. So I I, I got to take an L on Joseph Angada, right? I mean, I was a little premature on that one back early in camp. I, I mean, you said it, not me. I don't. Yeah. I think not, fine. He might make the practice squad. I, not, not the first like 6'2", 220 pound receiver who I've fallen for in training camp. Yeah. I just have never seen like any wiggle or juice from him which I do see from Hazelwood. Okay. Uh, tight end, do you think there's any chance they keep a fourth? So I I had at one point Tyree Jackson making it, and I think that would be the fourth they keep. No disrespect to Jimmy Kemsky's Brady Russell uh, love. but Is it Brady Russell or Russell Brady? It's Brady Russell, okay. I'm fairly certain. Uh, <laughs> Tyree Jackson, I, I still think Howie has an infatuation with with Tyree, they, they traded it's, Zach Ertz. It's all theoretical. They it's traded never, Zach Ertz yeah. to get Tyree Jackson out there. Remember? Yeah, that's right. I forgot uh, about that. So, yeah, I I don't think he's he's going to make it. Uh, that was that was one healthy ACL ago. Yeah, and the the top three are locked in. Calcaterra didn't play tonight. Uh, that 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 shows he's there. So unless they keep four, I think we know what they're doing. Okay, I agree. Offensive line. You've got the five starters. You've got. Tyler Steen, you've got Jack Driscoll, you got big old Freddie Johnson. So let me interject here with with some news in, in case our listeners, whether it's at twelve thirty seven a.m. or tomorrow morning, uh, don't know what happened to Fred Johnson. So the Eagles cut Fred Johnson yesterday. Surprise cut, right? He's someone who's been playing well. You had uh, I, I, I don't want to tease your piece, but Fred Johnson's name will come up in your piece. Uh, Oh, this yes, week. that's true. Uh, and he had emerged as a second team left tackle for the Eagles. And that's something we've been talking about. Who's that going to be? Tyler Steen, Dennis Kelly, right? And so Fred Johnson's. Had yeah, emerged. I don't know that he'll be the game day. No, but 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 I'm saying yeah. he's he's someone yes. that they like in that role. OK, so uh, the Eagles cut him and it's like, oh, this is this is odd. Uh, did, mu- did something happen? Right, he must have. Yeah, you know, peed on somebody, and it was it was procedural. He was getting messages from his family down in Florida, like "What's going on?" You know, uh, and he's like, "Chill, don't worry, it's all going to sort himself out." And then Chill the Eagles signed him today Winston. to a two-year contract. Okay, and I'm going to read you a quote from Big Fred. Wow. And if if you remember last game, this is the kind of stuff you can only get from Zach Berman. Yes, uh, quote: "It means they've seen something that they wanted to keep in the room." I never even had a contract extension in five years. After five years, you wonder about the journey. So they said extra year, put some numbers behind it. What else are we waiting for? Wow, how about that? Now, Fred Johnson, yeah, as he as he says, and as as you say, this guy guy's been around the block, mm-hmm. you know. 
Uh, he's been on four teams, five teams. Spent last season on the practice squad for the Eagles. Big guy, 26 years old. He's finally found a home in Stadlin University. And the mo- not the most important thing, but something that is relevant to bring up right now. now. Is it Fred Johnson or Johnson Fred? It's Fred Johnson. Okay. Something that's relevant to bring up right now. Uh, let's circle back to the, what, Flit Squad draft? Is that what we called it? Mm. Mm. When I got it just assigned Fred Johnson, wow. my offensive line all of a sudden is looking considerably better. I got Tyler Steen's versatility. I okay. got Fred Johnson there. <laughs> okay. I mean, let's let's uh this is an important thing to bring up. Yes. Uh you still lose, but that's true. I, if we're losing because of my offensive line, I don't know. This offensive line looks much better now. I didn't have my wide receivers are still <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're still we're still the 2020 Eagles out there at wide receiver, but that offensive line looks considerably better. And then what was it? Do you remember what it was, left or right? Uh, Lane Johnson, right, uh, center Jason Kelsey. Very. I, I really re- appreciate the fact that I said what was it, left to right, and you began with Lane Johnson, <laughs> well, right? Yeah. Well, come on. I mean, you you gotta if if, if I'm selling you my, <laughs> if I'm selling you Fred Johnson, that would be weak. <laughs> I'm selling you Lane Johnson. You got the bookend Johnson. Yeah. You got Dick and Dick. <laughs> I'm selling you Lane Johnson. Um, so you got Lane Johnson, right? Jason Kelsey center. Two future Hall of Famers. Okay. Two of the best players on the team. I think I had Jack Driscoll right guard. Correct? Okay. I thought you had I thought you had Steen at right guard. Steen at right guard. Then uh dive toth. <laughs> you might have had, yeah. I think you I think you had you really scraped the bottom of the barrel <laughs> yes. at left guard, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh or, or, or maybe I had, yeah, no, because I, I, I had like eight slot receivers, so I didn't use a free agent. I, I, I think you told me to use a free agent it. acquisition on it. We don't have to relitigate that. But point being, it's looking much better right now. Let's see. Right here. I've got it. The Flit Squad draft. Uh, you didn't even finish. I guess I didn't even take down who your left tackle It was that bad. Was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, here we go. So anyway, you've got, we've both got a Fred Johnson on. Do you have a ninth? I do. And perhaps it's because I talk to you every day, multiple times a day. And your camp crushes are in my mind, seared in my mind, but Sua Opeta. Hmm. Uh, now I'm not sold on Sua. He was my last guy who made it. And I say that because... They've cut him before. They cut him last year, went unclaimed, signed to the practice squad, and signed to a futures deal. But I think when things are equal, the Eagles always go heavier, literally and figuratively. They they go heavier on the offensive line, right? They go heavy with the heavies. Uh, so I think that this is a spot where they'll they'll get that assurance because Sua could be claimed elsewhere. We all remember when he was on the practice squad in 2019. And Miami tried to sign we him. We all remember And this. the Eagles, yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, look, if you're watching Birds with Friends at 1242 right now, then you clearly remember when Suo Opeta was almost signed by the Miami Dolphins because that is a Birds with Friends memory. Yes, I agree with that. Um, I also have Suo on, and I also don't feel great about it. Uh, Josh Sills, I think, you know, if you had asked the Eagles a month ago who was going to be the the swing guard, I think they probably would have guessed that it was going to be Sills. Um he has not looked good. He was he has like barreled all the way down the depth chart. He was not even a starting 
offensive lineman tonight. The offensive line tonight was Fred Johnson, Julian Good Jones, Josh Andrews, Tyler Steen, and Dennis Kelly. Um, and then Sills came in later, and he he didn't even look good when he was on the field. Um, I don't think that he will make the roster. I think he'll clear waivers, and maybe they'll bring him back to the practice squad. Um, I think that Sua. By the way, that's a W for me. What is the Sills thing? What is a W for you? I was saying all along he wasn't going to be on this roster. Well, okay. <laughs> I was just playing the long game. I was waiting for cutdown there. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think Sua is the the next best offensive lineman. I think that you could tell me he's going to be the swing guard on game days, and Tyler Steen will be inactive, um, and that sort of makes sense to me. I don't. I don't think it's a definite. I think they could go eight offensive linemen, but. You know, it's possible they keep Julian Good Jones instead of Sua because he can play center. Um, that's really about the only other thing I could see. Now, Sua Sua was on the sideline tonight. He didn't even he didn't even dress. So, I feel like if they were going to whack Sua, they would have get let him. They would have given him some tape for other teams. That would have been their move. Interesting. Okay, you think it's like a former charity with Sua? No, it's not a charity. I'm saying. Oh, they wouldn't have. They okay. would have. I, thought you I feel said, like okay. if, if they were. If That's they why were, I was a little confused. If they were going to whack him, then yeah. they would have said. Yeah. Like, let's not show anybody. Yeah. No, no. Then they would have. Yes. As a benefit to him, they would have. Oh, okay. So that's charity. what I said. Yes. As a charity yeah. then. Okay. Yeah. So we were on the same. Well, not charity. It's not. It's it's like, you know, like I'm worried about Kayvon Wallace. He had to play the whole game tonight almost. I, I've got him on, but I, I'm not feeling good about that. So. Well, they don't have that many safeties either. I mean, Tristan plenty of safety. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, D line. So this is this is one you were upset about who they dressed and who they didn't. Well, who they were had in But I changed my mind, Zach. I changed my mind. So this is where when we came up from the locker room tonight, we had already filed our fifty-three man projections to our editor, and I messaged him when I came up. I said I need to jump in the file. I got to make one last change. And the change that I made is I had seven defensive tackles. As I do. And I took out Kentavious Street. Now, Kentavious Street did not dress tonight. Yes. He was in. Well, he dressed. He was, he was not in uniform. What was he wearing? Oh, I, I, didn't, have, I, I didn't have eyeballs. What would you say that he was wearing? I would say he was wearing a white eagle shirt and black shorts. Street clothes. Okay. Oh, like not even team issued gear. Like, no. Yeah. His name is Cantavia Street. Oh, come on. He was wearing street okay. clothes. That's a, that's like a dad joke if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the show. <laughs> First time? No, five years this. Uh, so he was in street clothes. And I think he's going to be on the team. I think he's going to be on the, the week one roster. But I think this is a, a place where they may pull the. Release him on Tuesday, re-sign him on Thursday once they've put some guys on IR. Um, and so I have I have I made a an emergency edit to take out Kentavia Street and add uh, an, an extra player at a heavy position that I don't think they want to expose to waivers. So I may lose here. I reserve the right to uh, change it at eleven in the morning before I send the official uh, submission to Jimmy Kemsky who is the reigning defending champion. But for now, as of 12.46 in the morning, I'm going with the uh, the gambit of releasing Kentavia Street and bringing him back on Thursday. 
And and let's just say, explain some of these uh, roster rules real quick for the listeners. Is that please and and the viewers? So lean in. <laughs> so Tuesday, Cheryl Sandberg, this bad boy. <laughs> so Tuesday is cut down day. Okay, it goes down to fifty three. If you're a vested veteran, you are cut and not waived. If you are not a vested veteran, so if you're still on your rookie contract or you know you were a practice squad or 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 you're a practice squad player signed to a futures deal, that kind of thing, then you uh, you're exposed to waivers. So then any team can claim you before you become a free agent, a la Trey Sermon last year. So if you want to create roster flexibility, you uh, cut vested veterans because you can have that wink wink side deal that we're going to resign you. The IR part of it is this. You cannot place a player on IR at the 53 to get a roster spot. Otherwise, that player's out for the entire year. You can only put a player on IR and then bring him back to the active roster after waiver wire clears. So the waiver wire goes through on Wednesday. And then after that, you can, once those moves are, are made the next day, you can then put a guy on IR and resign somebody. So that's what we say, cut the vested veteran, like I said, a running back, or custom, cut the vested veteran, as we said, with Contavious Street and bring him back. There you go. Uh, so we both have Marlon Tuipoloto and Moro Ojimo on. Ojimo. Uh, it's a lot of vowels between those two. That's right. How um, many O's in Moro Ojimo? Now, so this this is a this is a, a bit of a uh, contentious situation here, Zach, because you know Moro's first name, if you look at some places, is not Moro. It is, according to Wikipedia, Moro Tulua Ojomo. But in the NFLPA system, on the Eagles roster, officially his name is Moro. So I'm I'm I am uh, rectifying the mistake I once made with with Slay, and I'm calling him what his name what what he prefers to be called. Correct. It's so no different than Bo O's. and than Bo and what I, and what your first name is, right? He goes by Moratulawa. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, I also have Moro Ojimo, who, who has a concussion right now um, on my 53. I have Marlon T on my 53, but I do have Contavious Street on my 53. I uh, interpreted him not playing tonight as a sign that he made the team, but maybe they do the roster maneuvering like you said. Mm. Uh, real quick, and well, I guess we'll wait for cornerbacks for, for the clarification of why one player was, was not in uniform tonight. Okay. Uh, defensive end slash Sam linebacker. Um, Otherwise known as edge rushers. All right. Do you want to host the show? <laughs> and then as Jonathan Gannon used to call them. What? Guys I don't use. I don't know. <laughs> Overhang players. Okay. You've, you've, you've ground the podcast to a screeching halt. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, we've both got six. Mm-hmm. Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, Nolan Smith, Derek Barnett. How do you feel about Derek Barnett? You feel like he's definitely on? Yes, I, I feel he's he's definitely on. When I spoke to do you Derek, think they're making a mistake by doing that? I don't. Uh, I don't. I think speak Derek, your truth. <laughs> I think Derek Barnett's upside is such that you want to have him on. He's proven in the NFL that he can get to the quarterback. He brings a little aggression to the to the team. Um, I think a little aggression from the fifth edge rusher is, yeah. is pretty good. Maybe yeah. maybe not as the starting defensive end, but you know you need somebody to 
you need you need a little nasty in there, you know. Yeah, someone's got to do what C.J. Gardner Johnson did last year. It's the fourth line defenseman in hockey, right? Sure. Uh, now here's where we have a difference of opinion. You've got Patrick Johnson. Mm. I've got Kyron Johnson. So so this could be the swing vote here. Mm. Uh, so Patrick Johnson played a ton tonight. Um, I. I don't think that he's deserving of making the team. So let me just interject here. I think part of the reason he played a ton tonight is he didn't play the past two games, correct? Correct. So this is the first time he's getting game film. Before the injury, I thought he was coming – I thought he looked good. You don't seem to think so. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I think he's fine. I think – you know, listen, Hassan Redick and Nolan Smith are both banged up right now. So they need somebody to be the the – Sam linebacker in practice. Um, I think that could be Patrick Johnson. He can make it. I could very well see him being the guy. He makes the initial 53 and he's the one who is waived when they make a waiver claim. Um, I don't think his spot is secure. I think that Kyron is a better special teams player. I would agree there. Um, he had, he is coming off an appendectomy. Now uh, that could be something that lasts a long time. Uh, I looked it up. So, so last year, Minka Fitzpatrick had an appendectomy and, and only missed one week. So we're using Bo's computer here. Okay. Maybe the camera's better for that reason. And Bo has 80,000 tabs open. Um, Not that many. And I, when Bo went to search for something earlier, I saw a tab <laughs> NFL player app, appendectomy. And, <laughs> and I was That's just, I, I didn't know what was going on. Okay. I was, I was, I didn't know you had a story you were working on. I didn't realize. So now this starts to make sense that you were researching the timetable for NFL players. After, yeah. 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 Okay. Minka Fitzpatrick last year, he, he uh, had an emergency appendectomy on a Saturday before a Sunday game and played the next week after missing just the one game. If I'm not mistaken, that game was against the Eagles. Was it? I that believe so. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. Um, so anyway, now you might say, uh, Bo, uh, you said that Britton Covey couldn't make the clump in the tump. Why would you say that Kyron Johnson could? Well, I think there's a little bit of a difference in terms of um, being in the tump between like a, a, like a hamstring injury and an appendectomy. Um, and I think that the role that they would keep him for is something that they don't need to necessarily see. But I don't know, maybe. And also maybe he's he, you carry him onto the roster and you can put him on IR on that Thursday. Also, he's got more time on his rookie contract than Patrick Johnson does. Uh, both fair points. Uh, also, as, as an aside, I appreciate that your impression of me is not the Kirk Cousins voice or the Jason Kelsey voice. I wasn't talking about you. I was talking okay. about the, you, the oh, listener. Okay, you, the yeah. listener. Okay. Uh <laughs> Yeah, look, I don't have a strong Patrick Johnson take here. I tend to think that when you have someone who can get to the quarterback, when he, if they have pass rushing juice, you go with it. Uh, I wasn't actually between Patrick Johnson and Kyron Johnson. I was between Patrick Johnson and Janarius Robinson. I don't think Janarius Robinson has shown enough, but he also can't do the overhang thing, man. But but he is, um, yeah, 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 he's a Josh Sweat type. But he's he's the guy. That's high praise coming from you. I can't yeah. believe you would cut a guy who is a Josh Sweat type. He's he's a guy you want coming off the bus, right? <laughs> Although, as I say that, we once Better asked Nick Sirianni, we once asked coming on the bus. 
Um, no, there was a conversation I had with somebody in the building. Um, like, who do you want to be the guy coming on the bus for you or, or coming off the bus for you? I did. <laughs> and the answer is Jack Driscoll. Probably like, Fletcher of, Cox. Of all the guys. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Jack, who answered Jack Driscoll? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you after the show. If it was a Jack, then maybe that was the, it was the coming on. And, uh, the... Bo? Listen, it's, it's 1255. Fam- it's a, it's you a family podcast. It um, <laughs> we're really off the rails, huh? Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It could be, it could be nobody. Um, I just, I don't, I don't think they're, I don't think they're, uh, super concerned about exposing Patrick Johnson to waivers. That's I wouldn't it. be super exposed to. I I wouldn't be super concerned about exposing Patrick. You already talked about being well. super exposed after twelve thirty in the uh, morning. Uh, linebackers, <laughs> at least three guys are going to make it: Nicobe Dean, Zach Cunningham, and Christian Ellis. Will it be a fourth? Will it be Nicholas Morrow? No. Will it be Ben Van Sumeren? You've got no Morrow. I considered Morrow. I really did think long and hard about that. Um, you know, three linebackers is light. Moro could be a guy that you keep uh, initially and then wave or, or release because he's a vested veteran uh, after you claim somebody. So he could make through that way. But I agree. I also only have three carried on to uh, the initial 53. So an appendix, no pun intended to the, uh, a- to the apodectomy, uh, to my reference earlier about the roster rules. One other thing we should say is that if you're a vested veteran and you're on the roster week one for the week one game, then your contract is, is guaranteed that year for the full season for the full season. So, and it's not a ton of money. Like Nicholas Morrow is like, I think 1.1 million, right? No, but sometimes you want that flexibility. It's like, all right, money to me. If, if we can survive week one without him, then you can bring him back the next year. Uh, There was a, we all remember. I remember the strap. Uh, yeah, uh, they did this with Brandon Hughes in 2013. Wow, Mr. Hughes. Uh, strap was actually different. Strap was the release and then resign. Yes. That was different. Um, yeah, they did it. They did it with somebody else recently as well. Uh, so no, I only have three. But I always liked Brandon Hughes. Me too. Me too. If every Tuesday I would ask him about the. Oh no, I'm sorry. Every Thursday he would ask me who was playing in that Thursday night game. Okay. Brandon Hughes from Oregon State. Boom. Well done. Uh so thought you were gonna get me, didn't you? I did actually. Uh I, I have them Brandon keeping Hughes, my guy. I have them keeping three. Uh they uh, this is a spot they can they can look uh on the waiver wire, but this is also a spot that there could be a potential last minute trade. Um because I hear safety as a rumor for that, but I really think they would like Sidney Brown to develop into a starting safety. I, I don't think they necessarily want to block Sidney Brown this year unless you're getting like a Buda Baker type. And I don't think they're getting a Buda Baker type. Uh, I think you can get by with Blankenship and your other safeties until Brown's ready for that role. Linebacker's not the case. You're not saying, man, we got Nicobe Dean, Zach Cunningham. We're set. Zach Cunningham's looked solid since signing is since signing here. Certainly better than my boy, Miles Jack. Um, but I think this is still a spot they they could trade. Now that said, Howie could have traded for Isaiah Simmons. It only cost a seventh. Joe Shane, Joe Shane was the one who was opportunistic. Joe Shane was the one who 
is when when Howie's watching an Eagles Giants game this year and he sees the positionless player and he thinks about <laughs> he he says he says you know what Eric Spolstra once had a meeting with LeBron James and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh and said we're not going to announce positions this year right so yeah Joe Shane credit to him for acquiring Isaiah Simmons I think this is embarrassing even for you. I mean, you you would be a Gannon defender. I get it. Um, <laughs> but Zach, you can't, you can't like, uh, you can't be licking popsicles when a guy like, you don't think they tried to canvas the league to get whatever they could for him. And the best they could get was a seventh round pick. I was clearly leaning into a bit. Okay. Uh, but I am still on Simmons Island and that means, you know what that means? What's that? You're going to be wide open. <laughs> Did you see the play in the uh, last preseason game at the goal line? No. You probably weren't watching Arizona Cardinals preseason. No, I was not. Okay. You're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, yeah, he had he missed the tackle at the goal line, and that was it. That was, that was the end of the Isaiah Simmons era. Yeah, positionless players means that you don't have a position. You shouldn't be on the field. I saw a stat um, that, that – Four of Steve Kimes, like five last first round picks, all changed positions. Or four of his five first round mm. picks changed positions. Uh, Hassan Reddick, Dayan Buchanan, Isaiah Simmons, and Zayvon Collins. And that's why the Eagles want to add him to the front <laughs> office. Uh, yeah, I would say that uh, anytime the Eagles uh, look across the field and see Isaiah Simmons on the other side, they will be they will be pretty happy. We'll see. Let talent fail. We'll see. Okay. Uh, but but my, but my three here are Nicobe Dean, Zach Cunningham, Christian Ellis. And I, I think that they're going to add to that position. Okay. Let's go to cornerback because this is where I made my emergency tweak. And um, it might look silly. I'll sleep on it. Maybe I'll change it. Darius Slay, James Bradbury, Avante Maddox, Josh Job, Keely Ringo. We agree on those. We've both got Eli Ricks on. Uh, I was a little disappointed Eli Ricks played so well tonight because I thought he was on – before uh, the game began, now I think everyone's going to have him on. He's 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 good. And so when I weighed, when I did the Cantavius Street uh, gambit, the player that I added, Makai Garner. Makai Garner of two interceptions in, in Tuesday's practice. Uh, interesting one. So Makai Garner, undrafted rookie from LSU, older side. Not, not a typical Bo Wolf guy, an older prospect, but he has made plays, has good size. I see that. Ricks and Garner would be a little bit of a luxury. Ricks but again, and Garner and Ringo. Yes. Yeah. Now, a few things here. First off, the listeners are probably wondering, what about backup slot? And Job. Listeners are probably wondering, what about backup slot? Well, the answer to that, Mario Goodrich didn't play tonight. There hasn't been a reported injury about Mario Goodrich. So there's some speculation. Was this was he in the Josh Job category where he's already made the team? No, there is a Mario Goodrich injury. Mario Goodrich, I believe, has a groin injury. That's why he did not play tonight. Uh, so How, did you, you just did some old school reporting on that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. Good for you, I, I did. I asked. I, what did I, you do? Poke him in the groin, and he said, "Ow." That would be weird. <laughs> uh, no, I asked Nick Sirianni. Oh. And Nick Sirianni said, we'll get that information for you. And uh, 
probably was uh, one of the few people inquiring about Mario Goodrich. I don't think he got prepped for the Mario Goodrich interview for the Mario Goodrich injury question. Nick, how's his groin? <laughs> um, so here, the backup slot's a question ever since Zach McPherson's injury. Uh, I don't think it's essential right now. I, I think you can sneak Goodrich through to practice squad. Last year was an example. I don't think I, he's shown enough this summer. that I, I think he's been solid this summer in practices. But I don't think teams are all of a sudden going to be like, man, we need to get Mario Goodrich on our 53. Uh, the way Howie Roseman puts these 53 these 53-man rosters together is obviously you have like 48 guys, 49 guys, whatever the number is, that you say, all right, these are the players that we need this season. But then the last three, four spots, you're saying these are guys that we do not want to expose to practice squad. And, and I that's think, why, yeah, that's where I have Garner as, okay. my, as my last guy. And that's why I, I have Ricks going on because I, I really think that Ricks has shown enough juice. I thought he had a decent game tonight. I, I got to say, I, I did not watch this game as intently as like every other game this season. Um, but uh, I, I, yeah, the, uh, I, I think Eli Ricks has, has shown enough that you don't want other teams to, have a chance to claim him. Yeah, I definitely agree on him. I'm not sure that I agree with myself on whether Garner merits that. Were you uh, doing? Were, were you playing contrarian, or did you genuinely believe that? No, I would never just play contrarian on with with something so important as the 53 man roster oh, projection. Isn't that game theory? Like when you're doing NCAA tournament pools, you don't want to go chalk. Well, yeah, but I'm doing it what I think is going to happen. Okay. Uh, as of as of twelve thirty tonight, that's what I thought was going to happen. But in order to win, you you need something different than the rest of the group. Yeah, but I don't think it's I don't think there's enough uh, like full lockstep okay. in uh, in the in the projections. Okay. Now safety, I feel like this is a place where I, I might get this wrong. Uh, we we have the same thing here. We have all five guys making it: Reed Blankenship, Justin Evans, Terrell Edmonds, Sidney Brown, Kayvon Wallace. I think this might be too easy. I think I think they might whack one of these guys now. Kayvon Wallace um, played, as you said, you know, they don't have a lot of safety options, but he played a ton tonight. Um, he's in, on the final year of his rookie deal. I think that he's actually been solid this camp, but the Eagles know him well enough. Uh, they may think that the experiment is over. Um, I think he offers a little bit more playmaking than Evans and Edmonds. And Evans is a guy who has a long injury history. I'm not, I'm also not sure that Terrell Edmonds is definitely going to be on the team. I think it's mm -hmm. possible that they cut him. Um, I, I don't know if they need to keep all five of these guys. Now, I think part of it is, I think we both agree, if you go light at linebacker with just three, Edmonds maybe gives you a little bit of cover there. He can be a, he can be a backup linebacker on game day. Uh, we know he can play in the box. I just, I don't know if they feel like they need to keep all five of these guys. I feel, I, I, I certainly I feel like have, if I don't win, if one of us doesn't win, it's this is where we're going to lose. I certainly don't have strong conviction on Kayvon Wallace. I think at some point you you do pay attention to guys who can play special teams, and Kayvon can contribute on special teams. He can be a decent backup safety. But, yeah, this is – I don't look at this five-man safety group and say, man, they're set. Uh, a lot of – any optimism about Best safety – safety group in the uh, NFL, just like the Niners quarterback group. <laughs> any optimism at, at, at safety is dependent upon – Sidney Brown uh, becoming a legitimate player because Reed Blankenship has had a really good camp and he's obviously the unquestioned starter, 
Who's the starter against the Patriots? The second one. Are you saying Justin Evans? Right now, I would say Justin Evans. Interesting. Yeah, that's 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 what I would say too. Uh, Terrell Edmonds. I hear what you say, but I, I still think he can be the hybrid linebacker safety type. And uh, Sidney Brown. Obviously, you're hoping for a lot from him. Kayvon would be the man on the chop on the chopping block here, and that's why I say, for instance, like they don't have 53 guys who I say need to be on the team because right. If if you told me you're cutting Kayvon Wallace, I'd say nice guy, but I get it. Mm. And then finally, uh, now we both kept Aaron Sipos on. I feel like that also may be somewhere where we lose because they could they could trade for a punter. Mm-hmm. Um, they could just waive Aaron Sipos, and if nobody claims him, they can you know yep. keep him on the practice squad and he can punt uh, that way. Um, but. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not willing to uh, to risk it on on that one. That's that's the old Lovato, isn't it? Didn't they 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 cut Rich, they cut Lovato at, at one point? Just he was to, in the middle of the season, though. Yeah. yeah okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Just to get the roster spot, and then yeah, they made some. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're obviously. But but this is the thing too with with punter. If you want to have uh, a, a certain mix of 53, literally for week one, you can sign a punter to your practice squad and elevate him too. That's 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 right. a, a potential solution here. It's also there's uh, the length of time between the the roster cuts in week one. I think plays into it. Whereas in in past years it would have it was closer. It was like just leading into week one. We all remember the Kyle Devan trade. Um, I think that that plays into it as well. So they could they could whack Sipas. I I also sort of wonder if like you know. They don't want to be punting that much anyway. Maybe they care more about like the field goal operation. And Sipas wasn't that bad in the first half of last year before he got injured. I don't know that they view it as um, as much of an emergency that they need to get a better punter than uh, a lot of the fan base seems to. Yeah, I I would agree there. And in Sipas's defense, I don't want to sound like Chip Kelly praising. Uh, Riley Cooper for his blocking or, you know, Carson Walsh saying Matt Collins is in the right place at the right time. But those are two really tough comparisons <laughs> to give to Sipos. But holding is a part of Sipos's job. And Jake Elliott nailed a 59-yard field goal tonight. And it was a little bit of a high snap from Rick Lovato, the long snapper. And uh, I, I, I thought that uh, Sipos did a good job getting that down for Elliott. So that synergy is, is something you have to consider. Those guys have been together now for the past two years. And if you make that change, uh, it doesn't always go smoothly. So it's something you have to be at least mindful of. It's not top of mind, but you have to be mindful of it. All right, ZB. That was it. That was the 53. What else do we need to talk about? So uh, in the team meeting Wednesday night, uh, yeah, Wednesday night, Nick Sirianni does something where he shows like clips of the uh, rookies and and different things from their college career. Get in there. And he showed uh, he showed all of Keeley Ringo's interception returns, and including the interception return for a touchdown against Alabama in the national championship game. And Nick said the Alabama guys in the room like, turned their heads, and the Georgia guys in the room stood up and started barking. So a little color from the meeting room on Wednesday night, like like actually barking, like or- that's how I perceived it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like barking like dogs. Okay. Because the, the the Georgia Dogs group chat, which DeAndre Swift is not a part of, 
<laughs> just taking you inside the team, man. Okay. I mean, yeah, he's older. He wasn't on the. He, he, he was teammates with Nicobe and Jordan. Okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Is, is that your bark? Yeah. I, I don't know what it was. It like a, how would you do a bark? I would probably go ro- like rough, you know? You think yeah. that's what they're doing? You think they're in, in the team, <laughs> in the big team meeting? They're going, Arif, Arif, Arif. I don't think they're doing that. Uh, but no, if you ask me to bark, I would go with a, a, a rough more than a, like a, a wolf, you know? Okay. <laughs> Let us know what, uh, what you would do with hashtag uh, BWF bark and tweet at Zach. You really don't have Maybe to. with like an audio file. <laughs> Please don't. Tweet that at Zach. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, all right. Well, we'll find out what happens. So let's let's uh, set the stage here for what's ahead. The Eagles... If you had to predict who you think is going to win the uh, beat writer competition this year, who would you guess? You. Nah, it's not going to be me. I mean, Bo, you've, you're a three-time champion that's true i i mean i i do belong in the hall of fame of roster projections but i don't feel i mean the odds are not in uh, in my favor of me winning well yeah they're not in your favor right that yeah. that but if i had to pick someone i would i would pick you no one obsesses i think you're gonna win over reserve offensive alignment the way uh, the way you do yeah but it's not all about that true true Okay. So uh, Sirianni also said he, he was asked, you kind of got, I, I, you I got think your Siri is, on. What's that? Uh, you activated your Siri. Uh, at this point, I, I can answer some of Nick Sirianni's questions for him. Right. So every pre, and, and this is no disrespect to anyone who asked the question. It's just the Siri called Jeffrey Lurie. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> So Sirianni's asked a version each, each, each year of how much can a guy help himself in the last game. And every year he gives the example of Austin Eckler mm. uh, making the team in the last preseason game. And That's so he, he brought that one up, up tonight. Maybe so. Tyreek uh, Maddox Williams made the team tonight. Yeah. You had a good joke there. The son of Avante and Milton. What's the joke? <laughs> Uh, so this week, Eagles are off at, at, on Friday. Um, they return to practice on, they're off Saturday, return to practice Sunday. Jalen Hurts is going to be a little upset to find out that there's no training camp. Yeah. Uh, um, sign. I rewatched there. that press conference and it's very funny. He goes, we decide when training camp's <laughs> over. <laughs> I got a text from someone last night. What? I, I, I got a text from, from, from someone last night saying uh, that I didn't have Jalen Hurts disagreeing with you on when training camp ends on my bingo card this year. Yeah. We, we decide. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then literally, they're pulling the signs down. <laughs> he's he's going to call. Uh, yeah, so they, they return uh, Sunday, Monday for – Two practices, which which are always awkward because, like, guys know, you know, you're kind of looking around who's there, who's not. Um, it's weird for our job, too, because you're seeing, like, who who didn't make the cut. 
uh, is this guy not here for this reason? So, but, but yeah, that that's on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, they make the cuts. One thing how he's done in the past is he's made cuts early. Uh, and the, they say, you know, it helps the player catch on somewhere else, but really what it does, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not saying they're sinister in intent, but what it does is it exposes them to waivers a day earlier teams are less inclined to claim a guy on waivers when they're in the process of cutting from 90 to 53 than they are when they're at 53 and they see who's out there. So it's a way of kind of getting guys through waivers a day early. Yes. And it also makes sense for them to do that because they played tonight and there's teams who aren't playing until Saturday. So, all right. Anything else from the game to talk about? Anything else uh, from your life? Uh Anything we need to, we need to discuss? No, I think that's a sufficient fifty-two uh, minute. Pot- how was the uh, how was the reunion with the children? It was awesome to see them. Yeah, uh, took them to Legoland the other day. Oh, nice! Yeah, we had a good time. Uh, Never been. So Sloan didn't have socks on. You know, she she was wearing like ballet slippers. Okay, and they don't let you in the jungle gym without socks. Really? So this sucker over here had to buy the Legoland socks. That's how they get you. And that's that's your number one takeaway from Legoland. <laughs> no, that's not that my number one. Was, socks. That's not my number one takeaway. I was, I was just giving you some color from like it was it was it was awesome. We had a great time. It was uh, I haven't uh, I haven't seen them as as much during these past uh, two weeks just because camp and and prac, you know and games and and uh, so yeah. So it was it was awesome. Nice. All right. I guess we might as well wrap it up. Let Kent go to sleep. Um, we will be back probably. Well, we'll see if there is uh, any breaking news. If they make a trade of uh, any import, then we will uh, fire up the old emergency pod. But otherwise, we will uh, be here to unpack the initial 53 and hopefully celebrate one of the two of us being crown champion. The most important part of the summer. Uh, That'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. For Zach and Kent and Tyreek, I'm Bo. We thank you for listening. We'll talk to you later. And as always, we love you. Birds with Friends.